Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Alright guys, what's going on? Today we're doing an episode of Tune Along A little uh, audio commentary Feel free to just uh, listen along uh, Just as a podcast if you want. I'm just going to be talking about the show I'm watching today And maybe other things that come to mind uh, Today's episode is going to be Goosebumps uh, Season 1, Episode Ted I believe it's called Night of the Living Dummy 2 Yeah, that's right Night of the Living Dummy 2, you got Slappy Slappy! <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I remember Sla- Slappy is my favorite Goosebumps character. In fact, the second movie came out, uh, and he's uh, he's in it. So let's go ahead and start the episode here, guys. Cue yourselves up. I'll let you know when the briefcase opens so you guys can all be timed off here in... Uh, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Man's walking through the grass. Now take a look here. Let's take a look at the city. I always remember... You know, he's look he's overlooking a city. Let's take a look. Yeah. Now you you see at the back of the city there's some kind of like a, a bay, some kind of body of water. I I never remembered that, to be honest with you. This whole time I thought it was just a regular town, a bunch of little buildings and a school or something. Never noticed that bay. It looks, I don't know, it kind of looks artificial a little bit, the CG. But this this is probably one of the best intros ever. You open the door, you go inside, and you got the various stories. By R.L. Stein. <laughs> oh, R.L. Stein, one of the greatest uh, horror, well, you know, kids' horror books, fantasy, whatever you want to call it. Um, but <laughs> what a great, uh, you know, I, have, I still have my old books from back in school. Night of the Living Dummy 2. Who doesn't love Goosebumps? I mean, if you grew up on Goosebumps, uh, there's so many, so many Goosebumps. And you know what? I guarantee I haven't read all of them. I guarantee you a lot of people haven't. So that's the fun part about Goosebumps is anybody you talk to about Goosebumps, you can, you know, there's like 40, 50 books, 50 something books, maybe 60 with the the specials and 70 maybe. Uh, I'm talking about back in the 90s here. So, you know, you're trying to get into Goosebumps with somebody, talk about Goosebumps, but not the show, the books. Uh, and then you say, what books did you read? What book did you read, you know? And usually the people I talk to never read the book I read. I always read weird ones or tried to find uh, something that, you know, the cover looked pretty cool. Calling All Creeps, that was a cool cover with the dinosaurs. Night of the Living Dummy, I never read, but I remember the show being amazing. And here's the other thing. Uh, back back when, my cousin was actually a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a, like a fan club member of Goosebumps. He was a, a Goosebumps fan club member, if you will. And he would receive every month, you know, various Goosebumps, a book or, you know, puzzles and games. And in the, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but they used to have these little medallions. And the medallions had like a um, like a picture of a Goosebumps character, like a mummy or Slappy or a skeleton, whatever it was. And it was in like 3D. And it would look like, it kind of looked like the character was embalmed inside, kind of like... Uh, Han Solo and Carbonite kind of thing, but it was really shiny, almost shiny like uh, like when you see gasoline in a in a in a, you know, in a water puddle in a parking lot, kind of like that kind of shine. And then on the back it had a G with a, with a red. I'm gonna do a video on my Goosebumps books and uh, and that stuff because Goosebumps honestly, 
um, it's my childhood. It's my um, before going to bed, read a little, read a few chapters of Goosebumps, read a book maybe in the afternoon, you know, go back to school. You know, if ever you had to do a, um, a book report, classic, uh, Goosebumps was an easy pick. And you know what? At one point, I think a few of my teachers said, you know what, guys? It's uh, book report time and no Goosebumps. She didn't want to hear it. A lot of teachers started banning Goosebumps, I think, from book reports. Oh, that's so creepy. Slappy. Who <laughs> can't wait. Slappy. Oh, speaking of Slappy, if you guys seen the second movie, uh, Goosebumps 2, um, I mean, I've seen the first one with Jack Black. Great movie. It's actually it's actually a lot of fun. I mean, I, as far as uh, you know, cinema goes, it's a kid's movie. I mean, it's a kid's teen movie um, for people who you know, enjoy the movie, the, you know, the books and the show back, back, back when, uh, take a look at it. It's okay. It's good. Now the second one came out, just went straight to VHS, uh, and DVD video cassette there. And, uh, I gotta say, I started watching it maybe back in Halloween and I didn't finish it, uh, simply for the reason that, uh, I was busy. I was doing something, started watching the movie and then halfway, you know, maybe 10% in, not even halfway, 10% in, uh, I got caught up on something and I never watched it. And then I came back uh, just this week or last week, it might have been, uh, and I watched it. It was good. I thought I thought I actually thought it was an, a really good movie. A uh, couple uh, faces you can recognize in there. And uh, spoiler alert, but uh, Mr. Jack Black appears at the end, uh, which I would have to say is probably due to his contract, right? Like if he would have made his first movie in his clause in his contract, they would have written, listen. Uh, you need to be available for Goosebumps 2 and 3 and whatever we decide to do. And uh, they said, fine, we'll be available. But in his contract, he said, okay, but it might just be a minor role, you know. And the minor role is just coming back, driving the car like he, like he did in the movie. I'm going to say it. The second movie I actually enjoyed more than the first one. The only reason I enjoyed the first one as much as I did is because of uh, Jack Black. The fact that he's in it, he's quirky, he's doing his thing. But in the second movie, the kids, they, they take over the show. I mean, oh, the... I was expecting the eyebrow. Or is he going to move? No, okay, okay. See, they keep you on the edge. I remember that back in the old days in Goosebumps. They tickled you at the beginning when, when they were going to scare you, you know, especially Slappy. You knew it was coming because if you see, this is Night of the Living Dummy 2. And in the first one, you had no idea, but this is the second one. I looked for the first one. I couldn't find it. Maybe it's in there somewhere. Now, speaking of another show like this, now this got me thinking with the camera moving like that. Uh, if you guys remember, um, are you afraid of the dark? Now, are you afraid of the dark? Funny story about that, okay. When I was growing up in elementary school, um, you know, going to school, uh, in grade six, and actually just graduated, I was probably in kindergarten, grade one, and um, one of the actors from that show, I think it's the kid with the glasses at the beginning, him or another, there was another kid, uh, they went to my school, they went to my elementary school, and they did a little seminar. They talked about how they worked on the, sh you know, the show, and they had graduated. They might have been past graduates, actually. Anyways, um, and then a buddy of mine, also growing up uh, on his street, he had a, he had an actor from the TV show Student Bodies. If you guys remember Student Bodies at all, um, he had one of the actors in there, and uh, yeah, and, so, and same thing with uh, Are You Fair of Dark? So I've we've seen a lot. In fact, I've met a lot of people. Uh, you know, throughout my childhood, oh, they're slabby. Oh, Slabby's eyes are moving. But now I met a lot of people throughout my childhood that uh, that have met these actors as well. So it's just, um, it's it's interesting. 
it's a small world uh, in some regard with certain shows. And if you guys also remember on YTV, they used, they used to have a show called 15 Love. And on that show, they had a lot of, uh, I would say, Canadian actors. Uh, probably probably from the YTV Academy or something. Something that, that was local, you know, locally brewed actors, acting school for kids or something. And they showcased them in this tennis show, right? And I remember seeing a couple of their faces later on in commercials and uh, various maybe other YTV spinoffs and whatnot. I'm going to do a whole video on YTV, actually, because, like I said, I grew up in Canada. If you grew up in the U.S., you're probably watching this on Nickelodeon. Um, or are you afraid of darks on Nickelodeon? You're probably watching this on... Uh, I forget what channel Goosebumps played on. Maybe Fox, I think it was. I don't remember. But uh, just imagine. All these old shows, you got... You know, you've got... Are you afraid of the dark? You've got Goosebumps, uh, Tales from the Crypt. They're trying to keep you spooked, you know? It's a good time to be uh, living in the 90s and being naive. I mean, there was no internet back then. I mean, it's very... My children didn't have the access they do today. Let's put it that way. Um... So the naiveness, naivety of it um, is a whole new level. You know, you, when you're watching a scary show back then, lights are off, parents are asleep, it's 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and Goosebumps comes on, uh, and lights are off, it better be it better be a, a happy episode, because if it's slappy, holy crap, I'm turning on the lights, like, that guy freaked me out, not gonna lie, freaked me out. Especially, you know, seven, eight years old, you're watching Goosebumps, um, and then, you know, right after you're hoping, you're really hoping that something good comes on, right? Or you're, you're really excited to see any kind of YTV host come up and say, hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back uh, to YTV, and, uh, or they'll do a small little promo around, you know. Well, that's freaky, that face. No, but what I was going to say earlier about Goosebumps 2, my whole point about Goosebumps 2, actually, uh Slappy looks a lot scarier in the you know in this TV show than he did in the movie. Not that not that they didn't do a good job with Slappy, um, you know, in the movie. I thought he I thought he looked fine. I thought he looked okay. But I, from personal preference, I prefer the one on the TV show. The, just the creepiness, the awkwardness, the the imperfectness of it, you know. But in the in the movie, it looked too perfect. It looked too artificial. It didn't look like an aged ventriloquist dummy. It looked like a prop for uh it, it kind of looked like they grabbed it out of uh Toy Story 4. You remember those uh little dummy characters they had in the inside of that uh antique store? Oh guys, I forgot to mention as well. Uh started doing a little bit of uh video game uh streaming as well. So I haven't put anything on YouTube yet. I'm editing some of the video. I'm going to play with it, see how things are going to look and sound and and uh, work their way out. But um, if you have a chance, go on Twitch. Just tune along on Twitch. It's uh, tune along, Twitch. And uh, been playing some Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack uh, for the GameCube, The Shadow of Aku. Um, I might play a little bit maybe later tonight or tomorrow night, depending on how it's going. But I definitely wanted to do an episode of Tune Along. It's been a while. I haven't tuned in. <laughs> Supposed to be tuning in. I haven't tuned in. I took a little break back in February, March, somewhere around there. And then when the... Uh, when the little, uh, not the little, but you know, the major event in the world happened here, um, was uh, in the house a little more, so started doing my tune along back again, and I'm glad I did. Honestly, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I'm watching some cartoons again. I'm getting the motion of uh, enjoying them. I haven't been, um, you know, enjoying them as much of late, and I wanted to do the podcast and the show and the YouTube channel and everything just to. Just to showcase my appreciation for these shows, these cartoons, these 
this uh, saga of you know childhood memories that still remains that people are maybe going to start slowly overlooking or dismissing and already have and already are uh, so I just wanted to give my perspective on these old shows uh, one last time one more because uh, you know in reality are, are you ever going to rewatch every single episode of cartoons that you've ever seen in your life no so all I'm doing is I'm going back watching oh that's creepy see how creepy is that look at that look at that slappy <laughs> so yeah so I'm all, all I'm doing is just going back, reliving those moments in present day future. Maybe I'll do it later on, but I'm doing the significant uh, shows and the significant episodes that I can remember or, uh, you know, start off. Uh, most of the most of the episodes have been episode one, season one, episode one. Hoping to grow on that a little bit and just you know make a second episode on each show. Maybe just showcase my favorite episode. Uh, but there's just so much so much content out there. Same with Goosebumps. You got four seasons of Goosebumps. This is season one, episode ten, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and if for you guys who are queuing up on the uh, on the stream or on the uh, the show right now, Daddy is uh, scolding his daughter. They're talking about how you know she stands up now, talking about how she didn't do it and it was the dummy. And how are you gonna believe that, right? And I mean, at the end of the day, when I was a kid, I always had these ideas. If I had a possessed dummy, what would I do with it, right? And I started thinking. I said, uh, yeah, just go burn it or throw it outside. And first, second of all, why would I want a dummy like that? If, you know, if I'm going to get a dummy, I want him to look stupid and funny. Uh, that one just looks creepy. Absolutely creepy. The other one looked creepy, too. But uh, is it this one or the next one? I think it's this one where they, um, the original dummy there, the one you see at the beginning, that guy right there in the red shirt, he comes to life as well, if I recall. Yeah. And you know when you, you pan that view, it's just classic. But th here's the thing, okay? You're growing up in the 90s. How many movies came out in the 90s? Or how many shows and movies showcased a doll, like a ventriloquist doll or some kind of antiquity, uh, like, you know, possessed item, and uh, and did it in this manner? They were really one of the first, um, you know, I'm saying as far as kids, because I'm, I'm sure they did this in, 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 like, you know, the 1930s and 40s and 50s. They might have had something like that, or I could be totally wrong. Or Alfred Hitchcock really you know, broke the screen when it came to horror and then everything from there had to be crazier. So the dummy thing, maybe this is the first one, who knows? But, you know, today you've got how many Annabelle movies? How many how many of these doll movies and possessed dolls? Uh, right there, that's the classic. That's the classic scene when he's holding the guitar up in the air. Just so creepy. Just the, the face looks angry. The expression, the veins, the... <laughs> The cracks and the creases. Pretty cool. Not gonna lie, I think Slappy's a cool character. I think he's one of the more memorable characters from you know from Goosebumps. If you had to think about other Goosebumps characters, I mean, aside from the books, uh, you know, you're looking at a book cover. Like I said, calling all creeps. You got those dinosaurs. Oh, I'm thinking of the Halloween uh, trick or treat or die, something like that. Uh, where they have to trick or treat forever. That's another. That's actually a really good episode. Uh, one of my favorites because the episode's pretty fun. They're going around, they're trick or treating. There's different characters. The kids are having fun, uh, you know. And then at the end, they realize, you know, too much of one thing could be bad. It's the moral of the lesson, you know. It's a story. There's the classic. I told you guys, I gotta go go work at the bank. I gotta go to the office. Have your orange juice. Classic breakfast, everyone eating breakfast together. That guy looks a little old to be your dad. I mean, I'm not judging, but 
Well, maybe not. I could be wrong. He might have been a little younger, and then he had three kids, and then he got bald, right? <laughs> but the mom's pretty young for uh Mom looks so young, but maybe it's uh, it's the thing with Goosebumps. I, I'd have to take a look. Uh, maybe we can do like a compilation. I mean, we. I'm, I'm not going to do it right now, but we can do like a compilation of Goosebumps parents. Each parent's set. And see the similarities, because I don't know if it's just me. Um, there seems to be a pattern. I don't know. Another Goosebumps uh, episode that I can remember that I can have very good fond memories of, not fond, but very good memories of, is, uh, you know, um, what was it called? Townsville. There's three episodes. There's three parts. Uh, they Basically, the kids, they find a baseball, you know, cutout uh Model. Let's say it's a little model of a baseball field town. I think it's a town, actually, now I think about it. And there's a baseball field in the town. Okay. There's a baseball field in the town. It's a big modeled city, and they bring it home. And I don't know what happens. Maybe they read something on it, a uh, spell, and then they end up getting sucked into the, the town in the, in the baseball game. These two kids that love baseball. And then later they, they, get, they get rescued. They get out. And then they throw it out, and then uh, the girl, the neighbor... She's in the previous episode as well, but just for a brief moment, uh, she finds it and then she takes it and then uh, she gets sucked in and then, you know, she's selling lemonade and she's starting to get greedy. She's raising her prices. She's, you know, right, you know, supply and demanding it kind of deal. And she's getting greedy and the whole, you know, she's becoming a greedy pig and another moral of a story. Right. And and then I think there's a third one. I don't remember the third one by heart, but but I think there's a third one. But those are cool. Those are really cool stories. And I mean, look at what she's wearing. She's wearing, what, what's that called? Like a, a onesie? What do you call those? I forget the name of them because I haven't seen them in so long. Those kind of, those those jean pants? Like farmer pants? Dungarines? Are they called dungarines, right? Something like that. You don't see many people wearing that anymore. I wonder why. Or grown men. like <laughs> Unless you're on the construction I'm going to say, unless you're on the construction site... Uh, there are some plumbers that still wear those, and they're very comfortable. I think uh, if I was gonna wear, you know, if I was gonna wear, I'd rather wear that instead of have a wedgie. Um, but back then, I mean, I remember wearing that when I was a kid. How many of you guys remember wearing those things? Are you still wearing them today, or do you still see people wearing them? Who knows? Slappy. Oh, she got him. Oh, if I recall, doesn't Slappy break his head, and then green comes out, and the green is supposed to be, you know, like the the goosebumps magic. The goosebumps factor. Oh, shit. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, I remember when the two girls now finally meet him and he turns. That's when I was like, oh, shit. This is real. Maybe I should start running now because <laughs> now everyone's involved. Yeah, Goosebumps has such a good way of telling the story in the book as well as the show. Now, I'm trying to remember. Did Goosebumps have, um, you know, did they just use the book as a script or did they change things up a bit? I, I'm trying to remember and I think... I think sometimes, in, in, in some occasions, um, some of the book may have been changed. No, some of the show may have been changed from the book. Now, I can't give specific examples, but I feel like that was a thing. Not everything. Maybe just subtle things, but it, they did do it just for the purpose of you know filming a TV show. Oh, yeah, this scene here. He's yelling. How come the parents aren't even up? I'd be screaming. I'd be getting my parents. Hey, there's voodoo magic in the house. Mom, dad, or, or maybe the parents are out. If they get, okay, I swear, if they come out from bed and they're pissed after and you broke my thing, these are the most, these are the worst parents. 
irresponsible. It'd be so freaky if the mom and dad were, were going and helping them and they were freaked out too. I, as a kid, I think I'd be freaked out. But today, today you could probably do it easily. Thinking of all the R.L. Steins, you know. Um, what was it? What's it called? The uh, R.L. Stein Tales? Horror Tales? God, I'm sorry I'm butchering it. I'm butchering it. Uh, haunting Hour. That's right. The R.L. Stein Haunting Hour. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, and basically, uh, I remember catching a glimpse uh, once again on YTV. Hang on, we'll just finish the episode and I'll continue my train of thought. So yeah, right here, Slappy, He's, he means business. He's freaking out. Look at it. It's, this is one of the most intense scenes in the entire show because you're wondering, like, as a kid, you're not questioning how. See how easy it was to kill him. As a, so I was going to say, as a kid, you're not questioning how you're going to kill him. It was so easy; they could have just kicked him. He wasn't that scary. See, that's why in the movie. I would say in the movie he's more scary in terms of his powers, but in the in the movie in the TV show he's scarier as a character. He looks scarier. I swear, parents come down right as they crash it. Are your kids okay? Wait, were they out? Okay, that makes more sense. I'm an idiot. Sorry, guys. They were out, right? That would make way more sense. Oh, the, yeah. Okay, this is it. Yeah, now I remember. Now I remember. The whole family's in a... Yes, yes. Perfect goosebumps. I'm so glad I watched this tonight. I completely forgot it, uh, Forgot about it. Hey guys, that's the end of the episode. But I, for, I completely forgot about that. That the parents do see him at the end. And that's the, the cliffhanger. And I do remember... Actually, I just had a flashback. I do remember credits come on. And I do remember so, being so freaked out. Like, oh, wait. What are they saying? Like, can that really happen? You know, you're eight years old. The nineties, you're not questioning it. You're just wondering, hey, can it happen? And uh, by golly, oh, that looked good. <laughs> but anyways, as I was saying earlier, um, so R.L. Stein, The Haunting Hour. Um, I remember watching YTV. Uh, I actually, I had, I was living in an apartment, and they offered free TV, so I took it. And YTV was one of the channels. And I was just, I remember just flipping the channel and saying, hey, what's on YTV these days? And it, this had probably been, this would have been maybe like five, six years ago. Yeah, about that time. Five, six years ago. Uh, maybe less, sorry. Maybe less. But I remember going on YTV and just watching a show. And I remember just seeing something RL, but it didn't finish. Like it, it was just ending. And I saw RL or something. And then I just remember watching and being like, hey, this, this has a similar flow, a similar vibe. And I never, I didn't think anything of it. And uh, I didn't put one and one together, but I remember saying, okay, I hope there's another episode. And I remember later on seeing, oh, R.L. Stein. I said, R.L. Stein. Isn't that the guy that wrote Goosebumps? Yeah, of course. So I click on it. It says R.L. Stein Haunting Hour. I go, what, do you, what is this? So I watch the episode, and I go, hey, this is like Goosebumps. This is this is like modern-day Goosebumps. The kids have cell phones. It's like a regular house. And uh, and then I'm watching, and, and I think it was the episode with um, Uncle Howie, How We Doing, uh, featuring Tom Kenny as Uncle Howie. Uh, Basically, the guy wearing, uh, you know, like a circus, uh, circus um, entertaining entertainer hat, playing the piano, just being goofy and creepy, and um, another lesson story on how to be nice to your sister type thing, right? But the whole point is, the episode is the moral. Of the episode is so childish, right? But the the delivery is per is really good. It was actually even watching it as an adult back then, uh, you know, a few years back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still felt a little creeped out and freaked out. I remember watching him, uh, you know, with uh, some of the family showing my friends after. 
and uh, same reaction. So we, we started watching, you know, Haunting Hour a little bit more, catching a few episodes, and then, um, you know, falling in love again with it, and then just got me thinking about, uh, you know, Goosebumps, and then, you know, started starting to get my old books back, try to take a look at that, and then the movie comes out, and, you know, the second one comes out. Um, so I, I'm just excited to see what Goosebumps has next, you know, coming next. Uh, I'm really excited, actually. Um, I'm really hoping, you know, if you remember back in the day, like I said, they used to have the old board games. It'd be really cool if they brought back that that old board game or at least a version of it uh, in some way or form. Uh, it would be cool. I'm just saying that's that's something I would personally like. Or, um, how about a new series of books, which I think he already did, right? He did bring out a bunch of book those new series, um, classic creeps. I forget what they're called. Uh, but I do have a couple of them and, you know, but I'm just trying to think outside. What else could Goosebumps do? What could, what could we expect or, you know, desire from, uh, from Mr. Stein himself. But for right now, I'll keep you with that train of thought and, um, let me know what you guys think. Don't forget to write some comments, uh, hit that like button, subscribe. If you haven't check out the YouTube, check out the Twitter, check out the Facebook. I'm all over the place. Um, I'm right now on, on YouTube. I'm, I've been putting up a, a bunch of commercials. I found in my old VHS, uh, tapes from back early two thousands for, uh, you know, Fox box, YTV, a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm just trying to grab uh, some of the commercials, some of the specials, some of the, uh, little snippets and bumpers and promos from, uh, from each thing. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of those things could be hard to find. You would have only been able to get it if you recorded that day or something, right? It's a, Every day, some of the hosts were uh, were saying, you know, different things. It was a new, you know, different whole whole new ball game, if you will. So, I don't know. It's just nice to go th- back in time, a little time machine, uh, back in the VHS and uh, and uh, and see those old memories. So, with that being said, like I said, check out the YouTube, check out everything, subscribe. Can't get enough of me, can you? <laughs> well, anyways, take care, guys. I hope everybody's doing good out there, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Hope I catch you there. Bye bye. You just listened to a Tune Along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao!